welcome to Many Faces, Many Places. I hope everyone's having a great day. Joining us today is my dear friend, Valerie Della Longa, and she will be speaking to us about a few topics, including how she got started in her journey to nutrition and dietetics, being a yogi and yoga teacher. And we'll talk a little bit about more deep and personal into her dating life in <laughs> later on. Hey, Valerie. Hi, Roxy. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, when you told me you were starting a podcast, I'm like, if anyone's going to start a podcast, like Roxy's perfect for it. Like yours, your voice is so like soothing to listen to. And I looked up to you in grad school. So I was so happy A, that you started it and B, that you asked me to be a part of it. So I'm so happy to be here. Oh, thanks so much for the encouragement. I know you're a fellow podcast lover like myself, so I'm super excited to have you here speaking with us today. So we'll jump right into it. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you're here to talk to us about today? Yes, absolutely. So like Roxy said, I'm a registered dietitian and we met in graduate school, but I guess back up a little bit behind that. Yeah, I'm from Houston, Texas, and that's where I reside now. And I currently work in food service, corporate nutrition, but I do many things. I'm a dancer. I do a little bit of acting. I've done all kinds of things. Um, I love traveling, but I'm a really big foodie. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get into. And yeah, where do you want to start, Roxy, of how we met or just kind of like my upbringing? Yeah, let's start <laughs> from let's start from the beginning, how you grew your passion about yoga and nutrition. Oh yeah. I forgot that I was a yoga teacher. <laughs> That's a pretty important part. But yeah, so I guess I've always been interested in food ever since I was little. I am Italian and my family used to have an Italian restaurant in New Mexico in Albuquerque. And so I kind of grew up in a kitchen in that way. And my uncle and my grandma taught me a lot about cooking. And from there, I kind of taught my own self to cook. So story goes when six years old, I decided to become a vegetarian and it like blows people's minds that I decided that early on. So from an early age, I kind of had to eat differently than other people. And at the time, I'm really surprised. I'm still so surprised the day that my parents like let me <laughs> say a vegetarian because in the world of meat eaters, it wasn't always easy, but they were really supportive and just let me kind of be. So then I kind of taught myself how to cook. And I really looked up to like Giada de la Redis, Alton Brown, like the Food Network was like my like go-to. So that's where I kind of shifted more into the nutrition side of things. Cause initially it was more like junk food vegetarian. Like literally I'd go to McDonald's and have like French fries dipped in ice cream, like no judgment, you know, that's, that's everyone's on a journey of their nutrition. But, but I took a AP biology class in high school and I really went over nutrition. I'm like, wow, this is actually really cool. And what you eat can actually impact your health. So kind of combining my love for cooking and what I knew, like what I have like grown up with and just being vegetarian, I kind of shifted to more wanting to learn about nutrition. And so that led me to study nutrition at A&M, Texas A&M, for all you Aggies listening out there. And from there, graduated with honors and went on to do a dietetic internship, which is where I met Roxy. And she was a class above me. And we were in a pretty, I would say pretty rigorous, wouldn't you say Roxy? The kid was pretty busy, huh? In our, in our internship. I have, I would definitely say so. Yes, I'm very thankful for the program we were selected to be in because you have to apply like people who aren't nutrition careers. They don't understand that you have to apply to be selected to be a part of a dietetics internship. And luckily, Valerie and I were and she was a class under me. 
And we had maybe 10 girls in each class. And I say girls just because the world of dietetics, there's so few males (laughs) that want to become dietitians. So any male listeners out there, hopefully this encourages you. But yeah, I would say our program was very rigorous, but it had a lot to offer. We had a lot of features that a lot of other schools didn't. For example, we had a holistic garden, which I still talk about to this day. I still remember the things we've learned about growing produce and organic farming. And it was an urban garden too, set in the center of the medical center in Houston. So it was just concrete everywhere, but then out of nowhere, there's this sanctuary. And I really took a lot from that experience. So I have a lot to thank for our school. Let's just give a shout out. It's UT School of Public Health in Houston, Texas Medical Center. So that's where Valerie and I met. And I'm really thankful that we met through that program and we've had a great friendship ever since. Oh, for sure. And I will say any, any, I don't know who's that kind of our audience listening, but anyone, any dietetic intern or future dietetic intern, definitely look into that per- program, especially if you want something different than nutrition for your master. So I think, I don't think Roxy mentioned, but it was a combined program. So you don't, I guess, well, we were grandfathered in now you have to get a master's, but basically we'd go to classes and then we do the inter- internship at the same time. And so we got our master's in public health and that was really cool. I thought it was such a different coming from such a scientific background, it was really nice to kind of get a really wide exposure of epidemiology and biostat, which, you know, is hard, but we learned a lot. I felt like an environment. And so, and like Roxy said, like we had a, a holistic garden and that was so cool because it was, very, it was stressful, but you know, after the end of our classes, we got to go into the garden and like, like prune some basil and then get to take it home and cook with it. And then we also like a state of the art, like really fancy, like kitchen where we like taught medical students how to cook. And I always like kind of brag about that. And like, I mean, just cause it's, it's really cool to kind of get that food as medicine. Cause like, especially medical students and doctors don't get that education. It's just, there's just not really room for it in their curriculum. So I was really happy to be a part of that. And my favorite rotation, which is possibly because of Roxy was working on a vegan food truck. And that's also a really fun story to tell, but yeah, it's now a restaurant here in Houston called Verdine. So anyone looking for plant-based food, I am, I am very biased, but I will say it's like the best like vegan food I've ever had. And Rocks because we had a one in a one rotation where we got to work wherever we wanted to within reason. And then Roxy's like, I'm working a food truck. And I'm like, I want to do that. So Roxy was a role model in many ways. And Stephanie, the chef, I learned so much from her. And she's a, a dietitian and a chef and a vegan. So learning how you can, you know, serve so many people and not only just like vegan food, but actually make it healthy. It was a really like, I guess, beautiful experience. And I'm super grateful for like, everything that I've learned. And yeah, people don't always understand the difference between dietitian and nutrition is, but we, um, yeah, we did the grad school, we did the internship, and then we sat for the exam and studied the exam and passed it. And now we're all RDs. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So Verdine, the restaurant now is started out as a food truck called Ripe and had a big red tomato on the side of it. If anyone's from Houston and have seen it around, but I actually found chef Stephanie Hoban online before I even went to Houston to do my internship. I already knew about her because I was looking up vegan food in Houston. Cause obviously I'm vegan. I'm going to look for vegan restaurants anytime I go somewhere. And I, that's how I found Stephanie. And she's not only a chef, but a dietitian. So 
that's how I was able to reach out to her to do my specialty rotation through. And then I had a great experience. So then I told about it and I'm glad to hear that that was your favorite rotation. It's the first time I hear that (laughs) from you. Yeah, I I think I'm a bit of an atypical and conventional RD as one of the podcasts I listened to mentioned, but yeah, I I just like that. It wasn't, wasn't clinical. Clinical was never really for me. And so I really like just being hands-on with the food. And I would say to any dietetic intern, if there's something you want to do, like do it. Like you just ask for it. You may not get get it initially, but like I said, Roxy saw opportunity and she took it. And I just kind of she kind of paved the way for me. But really, it, it's 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 what you make of it. So try to try to do something you, you're really going to be interested in. But yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Orgain offers relentlessly high quality and clean nutrition to help you live your best life. I personally have been using Orgain's plant-based protein powders and shakes for many years. Their protein bars always serve as companions in my hiking backpack. They also have other cool products like oat milk protein powder and a plant-based pancake and waffle mix. Use the link in the show notes or my special code NOURISHED30, that's N-O-U-R-I-S-H-E-D-30, for a 30% discount on every order you make at Orgain.com. So how did you get into yoga and the passion for nutrition? Yeah, yeah. Wow, my life's so intertwined. But basically in college, I grew up dancing. Well, I started doing like gymnastics when I was like in middle school. And then I, I was on the dance team in high school. And I just found that I was, so like, I'm not good at sports. I'll preface that. Like, don't pick me on your team for like kickball or anything. I, I will not help you win. But dancing came very intuitive to me too intuitively to me wow okay whatever that word is and then in college like I just like didn't really have time for dance I got like really stressed out and then I just kind of like I, that stress caused like a lot of health issues and so I wasn't really in a place to dance anymore but I just kind of stumbled in a yoga class one day at the YMCA and I met my now like mentor shout out Mia all you Katie yogis know who that is but she taught me like pretty much everything I knew. And I just, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with that, how it reminded me of dance. Cause a lot of the moves are very similar. If you just name it something different and then flex your foot instead of pointing it. So that's always the hard. I'm like, my yoga teacher's like, no, flex your foot. I'm like, but it's so, it's hard for me too. Cause I'm always wanting to point it from dance, but I love the, not only physical benefits from it, obviously you get the amazing stretch and it, it, it does build a strength, especially core strength. I will say a lot of like, like both people, like, I mean, yeah, males and females would come in my class. And like, you know, they're very like muscular, but they couldn't hold like a proper like yogi like plank. I'm like, you okay? Like, what's up? But it, there's just, there's, it's, it's, it's harder than people think to actually engage the muscles you need to do to jump through your hands, to do a proper handstand. So I love the challenge of it. And for the next two years, I just like really dove into it, into my practice in college. I started when I was 19 and then at age 21, I found a, a yoga teaching program here in Houston. So I got certified at the Yoga Institute of Houston. And that was an amazing experience. I met the best people and been teaching now for six years, I will say. And I've gone through different cycles of my life where I've done group class right now. And I've kind of do, I do different styles. So vinyasa is kind of like my baby. It's like most, that's the most popular one in case people don't know. So like Black Swan, people go to those that studio in Houston. It's just the one where you're kind of flowing constantly. But I've been through like an acro yoga phase, but then I got injured and had to have wrist surgery. That was fun. And then I've been like, I do, I've done like all kinds of yoga, Ashtanga. I've kind of gotten more into the meditation part of it now. I know I really like that. And when COVID start, started, I stopped doing group classes and now I just do privates. And I really like it that way. I think in this season in my life, I have so much other stuff going on. So I'm really happy with that schedule. But I just found that the, 
like I said, the physical benefits and then the mental, emotional benefits of it as well. Just finding, finding stillness in a world of chaos because everyone's so busy all the time. And the hardest part of the class is to sit at the end and to meditate because no one wants to sit still. Everyone's on their phone all the time, including myself, but just finding that, that stillness, that's, it's, it's a really just magical like thing that, that I found. So I love it. Have you, any, you do, do you do yoga, Roxy? Yes. I can't believe you would ask me that. <laughs> well, I, I, love no, I always see you, she always like posts like strength videos I'm like, dang, like she's bench pressing like more than I ever will. But My bench press is pretty weak. I'm working on it. <laughs> it, it looks good on Instagram. So. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, I don't post as much yoga related things as you do because you're just a freak. Like you're so acrobatic. <laughs> Thank you. I'm always like, dang, Valerie should join the circus. <laughs> I've done I, a circus arts performing company did actually hire me contracting for a little bit for, for COVID. I got to perform at events and that was so much fun. So basically they, they, they hand painted these, painted these costumes. I do like acrobatic type things. like at like big shows and like company of parties. And that was like a blast. So in another life, I would have gone to a contortionist school, but <laughs> decided to get a degree and go to grad school instead. But um, you're too, yeah, you're too smart to only focus your energies on one thing. <laughs> well, I can, I mean, if I'm going to break a leg, I can break a leg and still work. But like, you know, it, it, I think it's, it's a great circus arts, performing arts is am- like amazing, but I wanted to have that kind of stable career too but no yeah. I still I still love it I am I am hyper mobile so it is it is easier for me it's I'm naturally flexible so people make like like oh you're so flexible I'm like yeah I mean I do work every day I, I work really really hard to get to where I am but like I do have a, that genetic ability too so that helps, that helps is that me. a thing hyper mobile so yeah, people are like, oh, you double jointed. Double jointed is like, per my doctor, she said that like the joints actually like come apart, then come back together. I'm just like hypermobile. So I mean, this is, I shouldn't do this kind of, yoga is really hard on your wrist. I had a wrist surgery, but like, you know, I can just, I can just bend further than most people can, but hypermobility is a thing. And it kind of led me into, which we'll get into too, is kind of my niche in dietetics, which is kind of like kind of more high anxious like gut problems because there's a correlation with people who are hypermobile and just the we're more prone to anxiety which is really interesting I found I and mean, we all are but yes it's definitely a thing to answer your question oh wow we're gonna have to do a deep dive on that topic because I want to learn more about that it could be a whole nother podcast yes but I review. yeah but yeah to answer your question I do do yoga I was more consistent with it before but then I got into weightlifting and then I got addicted to weightlifting (laughs) it's beautiful if you can find a balance because the two really really complement each other so I've learned you can't I'm like oh I'll just be super flexible but what happened was I I gain muscle really easily but I lose it very easily if you don't you need strength you need before flexibility because if you don't if your muscles can't engage in the way that they need to to hold even the splits like you're risking yourself to injury so strength will come before flexibility but even i say people who are not yogis but y'all are really into like strength training that's awesome like just once a week just pop on a youtube video or dm me and we can talk about some private classes you know whatever but if any way you can integrate stretching it's gonna it's gonna progress your your sport in your case weightlifting definitely i definitely believe in a marriage between any physical activity so yoga, dance, hiking, sports, weightlifting, swimming. I love swimming too. Mm. So those are all cycling, anything that you can do that 
incorporates different muscle groups and different styles of movement. I just love, so I'm all about trying different things. Like I love Zumba. So it's not just about one sport for me really. And I enjoy kickboxing also. So it's just like different things that I, I just enjoy all types of, I think, exercise. Have you heard of, I think it's called aerial yoga where it's like a swing. I've done that too. Shocker. Um, and it's yeah, like the, silk, right? But it's a loop instead of just the silk hanging down. Correct. So I recommend that to every. Well, yes, yeah, so one of the studios I taught at offer that. So I got really into that, and it's really great for well, twofold restorative because like when you go upside down, it just like it reverses the effects of gravity, so your back can get a really nice release. However, I also took the more advanced classes, and man, it is a workout. You have to have so much upper body strength. But I would say people start with like regular yoga, but then like. Yeah, definitely. That can be a huge workout as well, but I absolutely love it. It's so, it's just a different sensation. Like you were saying, I think it's so important for people to mix up their, their fitness routines. I mean, move your bodies in different ways. Like you said, you, you, I feel seems on the podcast, you can't see, but like she smiled when she said, I love Zumba. Like, you know, that just brings joy to people dancing around, but you know, it's, it's good to have those different tools and then, you know, you can just mix it up. Yeah, well, if people are watching this on YouTube, then they can see our reactions. Okay. <laughs> but you do have a lot of cool videos on your Instagram. I'm going to help you share some of those so that oh, the yeah. viewers can see just what we're talking about, how talented Valerie is. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, you should, we should do the, I did, I saw the love challenge. Did you see that one? Oh, or, yeah. What, I think I briefly saw it, but I don't know too much about it try to describe it. Basically, I just did a, I did a handstand and then like the song love, I did a Michael Bublé version. It was my legs. I spelled out L O V E while in handstand. So I was upside down. It was pretty fun. Oh yeah. I did watch your video. So it's a whole social media challenge that a lot of people are doing. It's called the love challenge. I just saw one person do it and it's a love challenge and he's pretty famous. So I was like, I'm going to try that. And, I tagged <laughs> him and he liked, liked my post. So I felt like it was a win. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For ways to support the podcast, please tap on the bio link in my Instagram page at mfmppod. Consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mfmp. In addition to helping me keep the show on air, you'll also receive access to exclusive content and other patron-only perks. Till next time!